Miss Whip and Waifu Wednesday. Welcome everybody back to the Weebo Waifu Podcast. My name is Tongi, joined by my lovely wife, Misha. Hey guys, we have a lot to talk about. I wanted to beat you to it. Oh yeah, you, you did beat me to it. But <laughs> before we actually started recording this week's episode, we had this discussion on what food that we would be eating on Christmas. A few seconds ago. Sure, yeah, a few seconds ago. <laughs> Misha's all telling me, all right, this dish you really liked, it's a potato, it's like there's an egg inside it, you you open it up like an egg and around it, it's like some tomato sauce. I'm like super confused and she's like really frustrated. I didn't say there's okay. an egg potato. Okay, okay. let's Where? start it over, start it over. What dish are you talking about? Okay. Okay, say the, na- say the name and say what it is. Like describe it. It's papas empanadas. Okay. What is it? So it's like... Wait, how do you translate that first? It's potato and what? It's... I don't know if you want to say stuffed because when you think of stuffed, there's stuff inside the potato, right? But it's not stuffed. But anyways, it's potato coated in egg and it can be in a chili sauce. But I... Re- I'm salivating. Sorry, okay, get a hold I had to, I had to collect all my saliva. Okay, and I had to drink it like water. Okay, so it's like a potato covered in egg, and it, it, I like it with the chili sauce. And the other option was a uh, chili relleno, uh, and it also comes stuffed with stuffed pepper. Chi- yeah, so it is stuffed potato, but it's not really stuffed with it. I don't know. Because I was really confused. You made it sound like <laughs> it was potato with chili, which like a stuffed potato with chili, which is good is. too. They, they they have that at Wendy's. I, I tried them at, at Wendy's what is before. That? Like a stuffed potato and a side of chili. So you scoop up the stuffed potato on a spoon and then you dip it in the chili. No, it was a it baked like potato. Oh, yeah, a baked potato, yeah. That's a big difference. Yeah, but I, I thought that's what you were talking about. I'm like, ooh, baked potato and chili? Yeah, I didn't know you make that. Ew, but you were talking like about something totally different. Yeah. A flattened potato cake that's dipped in egg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you fry it. Yeah. And you drizzle it with salsa like slash... chili sauce. Yeah, salsa. Well, salsa. I don't know. For I don't, me, I understood it, it is as not salsa. Re- it's not really salsa. It's more like a tomato chili sauce. Because we tried Googling this dish and random things showed up. It was like people, <laughs> um, the letter P. I'm like, what is going on? Like, I, don't, I don't remember eating this. So, But yes, Christmas is coming up. But before that... Wait, what do you prefer between... Isto- Wait, what... Oh, what food did I want? Yeah. I don't like care. Chile relleno with chili sauce or papas Why and not the chili de reno, reno, uh, dipped in with potato. So it's a chili inside the potato and like over the egg and the salsa. So basically that stuffed potato you're talking about, but have a pepper inside it. That sounds weird. So usually the stuffed pepper has freaking cheese in there. Oh yeah, you're right. Remember cheese is. Oh, better. that's cool. Uh, cheese and potato. I'm cool with that. No. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see what. Well, I mean, it tastes good too. But we'll whatever. see what happens on. Yeah, we'll let you know, Christmas guys. Day. But 
something magical happened that I didn't know that would happen. What happened? So we really like Nendoroids, and there is a Kagome and Kikyo Nendoroid. Wait, did you so order they mine? Are from, I, didn't order, I did not order it yet, <laughs> but it's Kagome and Kikyo are from the series Inyasha. I didn't think they were going to do it, but they did it. Yeah, I remember you said that. And I wonder now if they will reach out to Sando. all yeah. of the other characters, such as Shippo. Is Shippo really going to be that small little? Will there be a Noraku? Will there be a Sango? And will there be a Moroku? I'm proud of you. You didn't even look at your cheat sheet. I, I, I winged it. I actually didn't know if I would recall all those characters. You did. But I'm proud. Here, here's another thing. Would it even reach that far out to in, uh, include the Yashahime characters? I actually am surprised that they did not include the Yashahime characters because yet. those are old. Those are older characters, you know? Yeah, it seems kind of strange, but... It's popular. The Yashahime why. is obviously geared towards the old Inuyasha kids. fan yeah. base, mm -hmm. such as Boruto. Wait, what? Boruto is geared towards Naruto fans. Yeah. Such I as guess. Yashihime is uh -huh. geared towards Inuyasha fans. Wait, I'm curious. Do they have like a Boruto Nandori? Did they ever have one? No, I right? don't know. I mean, honest, honestly, we could just look it up. I don't because. think so. But I don't know if you were going to mention this. Uh, me and Tongi were looking into Kikyo and also Kagome. It was bothering me a bit that their eye colors don't look like the animated series because Kagome, Kagome and I think Kikyo have brown eyes in the anime. But mm -hmm. No, I don't see a Boruto. Maybe it's because it's lame. I'm just kidding. But in uh, the Nendoroids, that's why I was kind of like confused. I don't know if they were legit because they the Nendoroids tend to be pretty accurate with how they do their characters. And when I saw Kikyo and Kagome, I was kind of thrown off guard because when I saw Kagome and Kikyo, they had like grayish, bluish eyes. And eyeshadow. Oh, wait, yeah, I was going to get to it. And then the series, Kagome has brown eyes. And I was also more confused because <laughs> Kikyo has like red eyeshadow. I was like, were they starting off with Sango? And they go like, never mind, we're just going to do Kikyo. <laughs> but. I was kind of confused, but then I read and I saw that the reason why they did Kagome and Kikyo with gray blue eyes, because originally the creator, I forgot her name, she has, her original characters were supposed to have dark, like uh, gray blue eyes, or they're not blue, but like they look blue. And I don't know about, I'm still kind of confused on the eyeshadow. Uh, so... But yeah, I don't really like Kikyo in general, but I feel like the show isn't really, it's mostly about Nyasha, but I feel Kikyo makes the show, and which is why I'm tempted to also get Kikyo. Why, why do you bother getting her then? Oh, I already said it. Yeah, but it doesn't really, it doesn't make sense in terms of... If you watch the show, it'll make sense for you. Yeah, but which in terms of the figure set, because we will have the Shomaru and the Nyasha, and for you to have Kikyo there just does does it will it look well with If you the watch others? the series, it'll make sense for okay. you. But Kikyo, I feel like 
partially if there was no kikyo there wouldn't have been a kagome kagome and well if there's no inuyasha there wouldn't be a show i know but (laughs) i feel like kikyo is very important to the inuyasha show because kikyo is kagome essentially so uh i think she makes part of the show even though i don't like her in the inuyasha so much to the point that she was also in yashahime and I saw the fan base going like, why am I still seeing Kikyo? She's dead and her spirit's still alive. But that's how much of a big role she is. But moving forward, Attack on Titan episode three, The Door of Hope. But before we get there, Misha has some other interesting things that she has cooked up on this episode, episode 48. What do you have for us, Misha? So we're still talking about food, I see. I'm just yeah, yeah. yeah. Up. I, I was like, oh, cooked up. All right, I guess we will still talk about food, about Gosh. potatoes and chili. But I guess yeah. I'll, I'll use that category. I want to talk about fiery fashion. So I think, I mean, TikTok has been a big influence, especially during the uh, pandemic. And I mean, no, I don't, I mean, I don't want to speak for everyone, but I think TikTok is pretty catchy and it's entertaining. And I think Tongi could agree with it. And I've been very into fashion for, I mean, for a while, even since high school. And I did notice some fashion trends and some of them is kind of reminding me of my high school years, but a bit different or a bit twist to it. So I'll just start off with noticing i'll just point out that i've been noticing like especially with guys they've been wearing this earring that kind of looks like it's a long earring and it's i think two of them and it has like a cross to it and i i find it pretty cool and attractive and originally before this was going on trend i saw it in animated characters and i would draw it here and there in my animated characters too, my own, I draw too. And so I was like, hey, Tony, didn't you notice that they, the this earring thing kind of looks Asian? And remember what you told me? That we're kind of behind in fashion. Can, yeah, you, can you tell me about some of the things you, uh-huh. Definitely the fashion here in the U.S. is a little bit slower than, let's say, Obviously, Korea, Japan, and I'll even throw in China, specifically Hong Kong. Because when I went Mm -hmm. to Hong Kong, some of their fashion, I was looking at it like, huh, this is kind of strange. I didn't like back like back then. We used to wear baggy pants, and now the uh, the, like the sweatpants that we all wear, the joggers, there's cuffs. They're fitted in a way. Yeah, it's Uh fitted cuffs towards the the ankle. And back then, it wasn't really that popular, like that, like fitted clothes, especially. And when I was in Hong Kong, like the malls, they all advertise this type of fashion. And such as even like fanny packs, like how they're worn Oh, yeah, out. that's true. Because I started wearing my fanny pack, like how everyone's wearing it now, and like years ago. And now everyone's wearing it like that. And same with the pants. You said that they had this cool, like, a pattern. Like, if you flip it on the bottom. Oh, right, right. I yeah. had one of these pants mm-hmm. that towards the, like, the bottom of the pants, you can roll it up and it's a different pattern. Mm-hmm. So, for example, if it's a brown brown pants, you roll up the bottom and it shows a 
gray and red squared pattern. But unfortunately, I don't have those pants anymore because I was at the mall and I oh yeah I ripped it. I ripped <laughs> it right between the crotch, the D. So I definitely, Dang. I definitely ripped it. Yeah, yeah, definitely it ripped. Very disappointed because that was my favorite item coming out of Hong Kong. But hey, what can I expect? I am, I am just glad that I was. I was actually at a mall when the pants ripped, so I went ahead and bought random, like some random joggers somewhere. And you tried put, to look something similar to it. I tried to look something. I tried to find something similar on the fly, but my fly was ripped, so I have to be on the fly to. I see what you mean. To grab some pants, so I just ran to the the washroom and just changed i i think i brought it back home and i asked my mother to try to stitch it up but it just didn't look the same and quite frankly i think my mother just accidentally threw it away or or donated it i don't really remember i just mm. that that was the last time i ever mm. worn it so uh mm. sad sad memories there well it's okay because I'm going to throw you back to your old memories. So the other topic that, I mean, within the same fashion sense, I've been noticing some new trendy things, particular to fashion in TikTok. It's the e-girls. E-girls. Uh-huh. Tell me more about that. So them. there's also e-boys, not just e-girls. Okay. But I'm talking about e-girls because <laughs> I'm like... I really like that fashion. So I'm old, but I've been seeing a lot of e-girl fashion on trend, especially going on. And Loki kind of reminds me back in the old days, but a bit of a twist going on. I really got into this song and this is where I really got like started researching on e-girls. And I found, I mean, I didn't even know who Corpse was. Yeah, Corpse, Can you tell uh, me Corpse more? Husband is his name. Wait, Corpse Husband? Yeah, that's his name. What's his real name? Does Did he reveal it? I have no idea. Just Corpse Husband. That's his like social media name? Yeah. That's weird. Husband? Yeah, why not? What? I thought it was just Corpse. Well, for sure, it's Corpse. Yeah. But, but in mm-hmm. the full, his full influencer name, it is corpse husband yeah so i didn't know who he was and i showed tongi the song before and it's the song where he he references like some anime characters in tiktok it became very popular his song go ahead yeah it's called e-girls are ruining my life something like that yeah and then that song it references like a lot of anime characters or death though i forget it's really good and i thought he was like changing his voice to sound like very metalish or I don't know. I forget what it's called, but I really liked it. And then I showed it to him before, but I don't think he was paying attention. And then there, I showed it to him again. And you were like, wait, wait, Oh, that's, that's corpse. And I was like, who's that? <laughs> Cause he made it seem like he knew him. Like, um, and then, and then you were telling me he's from what? He actually played. He's, he gained a lot of popularity from playing among us with streamers such as PewDiePie, uh, Bretman Rock. I mean, I guess there's, I don't, I, we're not really st- like, st- like typical uh, streamers, but 
Bretman Rock, there's James Charles, also Pokimane, Saikuno, mm-hmm. yeah, PewDiePie, Jack Stuff the Guy, like those those type of streamers. They they all stream together in Among Us and with his voice, I thought it was not really him. He has a really deep, really deep voice. That's how he sounds, basically. That's how he sounds. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not quite sure about it, but I believe he says that it's this condition he has with his esophagus. I'm not quite sure. Mm. But it's it's something medically is what he, what I read, okay? Mm-hmm. But definitely that is his voice. It's not modified is what he claims or what he's saying. Well, as long as it's not painful, but I really like his voice. And well, I learned a fun fact over there, but yes, that's when I started really getting into this e-girl trend. I was like, what is that? And I did What is an e-girl though? Oh yeah. I was going to get to it. So I have been seeing a lot of, uh, the e-girl, but then as I was doing my research, I also came across, and I'm pretty sure you didn't hear of this term, soft girl. Have you heard of soft girl? Soft girl? Not like the soft girl, but the fashion itself. Soft girl. I'm don't No, I don't know. Yeah, so a soft girl, as I was doing my research, uh, you may have seen it in TikTok too, but we we probably didn't know what it was. And they are girls. I mean, can you give me an idea? What do you think a a soft girl is? What do you think how they dress? Soft girl. I would think it's like soft core porn type of girl. Oh, shoot. You're right. right. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. But from what I... I don't know if that's the personality. Like they very promiscuous. Uh, so they dress more like in... I'm pretty sure you've seen them. In t- at least in my TikTok, I have seen those girls. Like a peachy pink colors and they're, they exaggerate. I don't know. I don't want to say exaggerate, but you see a lot of blush in there. Okay. And uh, they put on their nose, their cheeks, wear stickers, and a lot of clips. Wait, what does the E stand for? Oh, that's soft girl I'm talking about, not E girl. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. I was, okay. Yeah, I thought we were talking about the E girl. No, no, that's soft, soft girl. girl. Uh-huh. Okay. That's that's a yeah. And and I'm telling you this because they confuse soft girl with E girl, which I didn't know. So, uh, and then this soft girl kind of reminds me. You probably don't know much of it. Kind of reminds me of a Japanese kawaii style. You know how those girls, Japanese girls wear pink wigs and lots of clips and cute stuff? Yeah. Yeah. It kind of gives me that vibe. And they wear lots of highlighter too. So uh, when they were giving me that description, it kind of was reminding me of Delphine. What's her name? Uh, Belle, Belle Delphine. Yeah, that's the image that brought uh in that came in my mind but it's just confusing because when i was seeing other research people are saying oh technically delphine is e-girl but then they were saying no because i don't know so for me i'm just gonna stick that delphine i might be wrong but she seems more into the uh the soft girl okay now porn that's the thing i don't know maybe that's why you were thinking that's uh, soft girl is that so i guess which is doing porn right now right now i thought that's what well, she... i don't know about like literally this second uh-huh. but like... <laughs> no i know so but... that's why she was removed from youtube right yeah i don't know if she still is but that's what like that's what i the last time i recently heard of her that she was removed from her channel was removed on youtube but i believe she is 
doing porn. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. I didn't know that. I knew she was or removed. She's, she actually, from what I remember, she is, she made some announcement that later on this year, or maybe it's already out, that she is, has this huge event on her OnlyFans that she will be like showing everything. Whoa. And I don't know if it's true or not that she will do that because back then she would have some, like she would have her, uh, like some videos on like other porn sites where it would be like, oh, uh, girl takes it hard, but she takes the word hard and, Mm-hmm. You know, you know what I mean. It's kind of like mm-hmm. she is like sarcasm type of stuff. So I don't know. If it's was like another, like trolling. It? Like back oh. then, it was like a little bit of a troll. So I don't know if this is troll or real. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, my my guess it is real. But I I mean, I don't know. But even if not, even if she is doing some stuff in the adult industry, does that omit her from being an e girl? Well, like I said, for me, I. Based on what I was hearing, people were saying she does not fall in the e okay. girl. So she, it, but it's been back and forth. All right, she sounds more She's soft girl, okay. soft girl. Yeah, but that's what I mean. I hear people. She's not an e girl, but for me, based on when I was reading, soft girl. She, the Belle Delphine comes in my mind or whatever her name is. But I didn't know that about her. But fun fact. So. Now going to the actual term that you've been so anxious bringing up is an e-girl. So what do you think of an e-girl? What's an e-girl for you? Someone that just streams and it's a girl. Really? That's what you thought? Or, no, I don't know. My, my thought is like Belle Delphine. Some, oh, like that. okay. So for me, that was one of my thoughts. The other one, I thought was like a modernized emo girl. 2020 oh okay so the e's for emotional yeah i why not you just call them emos that's what i thought and it turns out uh uh-huh it turns out i was not that far actually so an e-girl is kind of like an emo emo girl from what i understood but it's like a mixed animated look and it was stated to start around us like in uh 2018 and can you guess where it came from mostly where became popular from which social media twitch base? really oh you oh i thought me? you i thought oh no you're at wait you're asking me to give you the answer or uh, i thought you guess? knew oh okay. no i'm just guessing it's twitch from what i read no but those start with a t twitter no uh, how many other t social medias the There's one twitch, that you primarily use twitch twitter oh uh tiktok yeah it was through tic- which kind of makes sense are there other t's in social media that's probably the the big three, so, right? Yeah. Twitter, uh-huh. Twitch, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all. I, yeah, that is it. Yeah, so it kind of makes sense because uh, in my For You page, I do see like a mix of uh, like anime too. So, uh, but an example to an e-girl that I saw, can you give me an example? Now that I gave you this. Okay, so the description that I... I actually didn't give you the description. I just realized it. I already thought about it. So the description of an e-girl, and which is the difference between a soft girl, and e-girl, they do wear like heavy... Or the blush on their cheek and their nose. 
but they wear darker clothes. Uh, so they're kind of like polar opposites, you, you could say. And they also draw stuff on their face. So it's mostly cute stuff. I don't know if you've seen like below their eyelid. They draw hearts or stars. Oh, Like black okay. ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've seen that. And then they also have crazy, I mean, not crazy, like very interesting hairdos going on. So it could be like, so Charlie kind of did that. Like, uh, Oh, okay. I know why mm-hmm. they don't call them T girls now. <laughs> why? Because I think the T would stand for like, tran- like trans. I think that's why if it's, if it came from TikTok or the T and, it, and they uh, became E, because mm-hmm. E there's no, mm. I guess a definition under the, I, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, so I kind of understand, like, it wouldn't make sense to call him a T-girl and T-boy. Right. Because that's, that. but I think that's already Doesn't taken. sound that good. I don't know. Doesn't sound good for me. Or I don't know. It doesn't fit okay. with the style. I don't know. That's just some thought. It doesn't yeah. fit with the style, at least. Yeah. Because if you really look, search up an E-girl, they look very similar to an emo girl. It's very identical because they wear dark clothes, too. Or they're known for dark clothes, except their face and their hair is very cute. I think right? they just dress emo, but they're not actually emo. Exactly. Like, you know how, like, old emo people are, like, stereotypical emo people that, let's say, are very depressing yeah. or they, uh, well, they sort can of harm, be. harm themselves and, oh, you know, I and, see. And, you know, harm themselves. Well, they can be. I mean, everyone's different. Okay, yeah, true, true. But mm-hmm. I think the stereotypical emo, that's what they yeah. do. Such as, I mean, literally, you could just look up how to be emo from uh, Ryan Higa, old school video mm-hmm. from YouTube. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's pretty much like that sums it all up. So, I mean, there's going to be a how to be e-girl. So, unless it's, that's already made. Or maybe you should make it. Yeah, probably. On TikTok, you never know. How to be e. They came there. But anyways, an e-girl... Uh, I lost my train of thought. But an e-girl is, it is sort of like an emo girl. and But they're, it's kind of like conjoined an emo girl ver- combined with an animated girl. Like, don't you see people who cosplay are super cute and stuff like that? That's how I see it. And like a celebrity example, now that I gave you an example, can you think of an e-girl that could fa- fall in that category? Eugenia Cooney? No, nope. she's not. In, I wouldn't see her as oh, an no. e, e girl. I think she's more scene or emo. Mm. Uh, celebrity. Uh, I don't know. I can't think of any. Billie Eilish. Oh, she was considered. Is she? She is considered e girl. People, from what I was seeing, they consider her like an e girl because of how she acts and dresses. Interesting. So they are known e girls. I saw their fashion. They dress cute, loose clothes, and here and there. Like they wear characters like animated stuff or uh, Billie Eilish do- does that. Remember, right? The hairdo more than it's the hairdo more. Than oh anything. yeah, her hair definitely is very yeah e girl in my yeah opinion. you see and from what I saw what e girl and also the makeup like I think I have seen uh, Billie Eilish have some sort of blush going on uh, on near her cheeks and nose, but I don't know. But she was a perfect example. So now that you know an e-girl and a soft girl, I kind of see it like a gothic lowly and a sweet lolly. But then again, people are saying like they're not the same. But I don't know. That's what I pictured. So that's my research uh, I saw. And as I was doing my research in it, I was so tempted. I was like, what if I try to dress up as an e-girl? But I think if I was in this generation, 
I would have I would have fit in the e girl. I I would have liked to be an e girl. I'm too old for that. I don't know because you you don't really like what's trending. I do so, like an e girl. I like anime. Okay. I think I would have. I mean, I used to dress. I used to dress pretty. I was. I mean, gothic. You could say. So I think I would have. And I love anime. So gothic and anime. That's like perfect. Your thing. Mm-hmm. But can since we're talking about this, and I'm just curious about faces, since we're now considered boring older adults, can you tell me the phases you had and which one was your most interesting one? You mean your faces. I think I went through the emo slash punk hairstyle phase. What's the first phase you had? The Asian phase. No. Yeah. You told me it was ghetto. No, it's Asian. Okay. Like when how does Asian look like that? Asian phase is study, play games, and study. And which which grade gap was that? I think until maybe freshman year, and then in high school. Yeah. Okay, that's a lie. Because you said you had a ghetto face. Remember? Oh, yeah. No, you're You right. skipped that oh, face. Yeah. Okay. It was an Asian phase. With jock. And then I had maybe a ghetto phase where it's like so ghetto that they had like those rubber bands yeah. that tied up your pants. Uh, Give us the your, time frame. Ankle. Time frame. Well, I, I can't remember okay. like, the whole time frame. But that's just what it is. And after that, I think I had this long hair, uh, emo, punkish look. And... And I think towards my senior year, senior year till now, I think I have about the same style. It's kind of like a, a, a preppy. No, actually, no. Uh, senior year and two years of college, I probably had this preppy-ish think, style. And right now, it's more, uh, more basic. Like I like to wear plain pastel, like matte colors. Here and there, you do have that, like very. It's not that American. Something I, I, I like think Asian. I, I think I had uh, maybe in college. I, I sort of had this like K-pop type yeah. of inspiration on the way I. Dress. I think here and there you still have that. For now. Yeah, like we, you did have a, f- a friend saying like, "Oh, you look Korean." I think she was referring to the way you were. I think it's dressing. just my race. No, I think the way you were <laughs> dressing, the way you were dressing. Yeah. So well, yeah, I've been dressing the same about the last five six years i'm every now and then a different accessory but i'm not like i'm not that huge into the fashion sense now because you were kind of back then yeah back then mm-hmm. now i'm just you know getting through i mean it's because now it's kind of like you're what's married the, what's the point you're married like yeah and <laughs> and the pandemic going on so oh that's what's, true what's the point mm-hmm. because let's say i it's like i buy some shoes and i'm thinking okay I'm not even going outside. Like, why am I buying shoes? I, I remember you did say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's why I said. But hey, maybe I'm just buying shoes while they're on sale for whenever things get better next year. And then I do remember, I mean, not too, a few days ago, you were like, you know what? I'm just going to give away some of my clothes too. Well, yeah, towards the end of every year or close to it, I try to donate a majority of my clothes that I don't really wear anymore and and quite frankly a lot of clothes i give away i've probably never worn ever yeah <laughs> like some of the, like a lot of the clothes are like brand new some of them that uh don't have tags on them because i just i cut the tags and i put them in my closet and just never worn so i would 
towards the end of the year, I would give them away. So, hey, I mean, people are getting nice, uh, fresh new clothes. And at least if I'm not wearing it, someone else will put uh, better use to mm. it. Which specific phase was your favorite in terms of fashion? Probably <laughs> the funny phase would, well, for me, it would be probably when I was in elementary, I would just have to wear a polo, white polo every day and not mm. worry about what to wear. So we'll go with the, the school phase. Mm. <laughs> no, but the realistic sense, probably now, uh, the fashion now, because it's, I kind of, because back then I, I did try to wear tighter clothes back in the day. Yeah, I remember. And now I do like the, I do like wearing joggers, like the fitted joggers a little bit more. You were and, so crazy with your earring and, styles, remember? Yeah. And for shirts, I like to wear a, like one size up my current size. I used yeah. to wear like, fitted, oh, I remember. But, uh, yeah, I used to wear fitted and now I like to wear one size up. So you're an e-boy. No, I'm in, I'm in a boy, Asian boy. <laughs> I'm an a boy. Quick one. Yeah. And, uh, for me, I diff- had different phases too. So the, I mean, I, the, okay. I think the earliest face I had was the ghetto face too, where I would pull rubber bands <laughs> On my ankles or whatever. Have you ever drawed those S's? Yeah. You have? And you connect like the three lines? Yeah. 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 Ew, what was that for anyways? I, I would just no. do it because a lot of people would do it. That's a gang symbol. That, <gasps> that means that means you are a bad person. No, are you serious? No, actually, I don't know. Oh. Actually, I don't know, but I think I saw someone with it and someone said, oh yeah, that's a, a gang symbol. But then like now I'm seeing everyone else do it. Like I, I think it's just the way you do an S. Oh. I don't think it, I don't think it relates to anything. Maybe it's graffiti or something. I don't know, but uh, I do remember. I don't know if you would do this to your agenda. You would draw. I mean, like fold the pages and make a crown. No. Dang, my school is more ghetto you than make yours. A, make a crown. Yeah, I still don't know how to do it. So basically, you grab your journal and you fold each page, and it equals out to a crown. Oh, in your agenda. So, okay. My my school is more ghetto, I guess, than yours. No, no, we we didn't we didn't do those stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I'm that. not aware. I guess I wasn't aware. Of that. Yeah, and so I, I think I still know, I still know how to do it too. So they so I would wear rubber bands. I remember, and then I think back in the day it was like fresh white shoes. During, oh yeah, and then I had I had fresh white mm-hmm. Air Force. You had a big neck, a big a necklace. Big neck. <laughs> big necklace really how do you know because i saw your pictures when you were in your ghetto uh, face you thought you were ghetto but you were actually a nerd you hey, big ass hey, glasses hey. It's, it's called braces a, it's appreciation appreciating the culture right i saw him with big ass nerdy glasses all right braces okay and you were like tilting your neck like this as if you're a gangster okay and then you had that big um big ass um what do you call it? Necklace? Okay. Or chain, whatever you call it. And and then you have that big shirt that like was so big and your pants were <laughs> kind of dragging. Kind of. But not like... Hey, that's how everyone dressed back in the day, all right? I know, but it was just funny in that picture. But anyways, so I would wear um those rubber bands and 
I felt uncomfortable to be honest, dressing Our like that. Our teachers made us take those rubber bands off. Oh yeah, that's true. Why? Because they would use it for something. No, I think it just doesn't follow did, school code or something. Yeah, it just didn't look quote unquote school appropriate. If you think about it, it is kind of weird. Well, not it is kind of weird, but there's different ways now to hide that rubber band like you kind of could fold up your you could cuff up your pants without revealing rubber band because what was the point of it well it's just to well for me it's because you could show off your shoes and yeah i think it's more of a shoe a shoe thing oh i didn't know that and just not have your pants for me i just didn't like my pants dragging all the time because i would wear you know wear long like wear, wear long pants to school and it would be dragging and I've seen a lot of students that have like holes at the bottom of their, like towards the end of their pants, and the rubber band would prevent that. Oh, it was still, it was kind of, yeah. So I, had, I wore rubber bands and I would also gel up my, my hair. So it would I, always, I would, gel, I would spike up my hair too. Oh, and it, for me, it would look always like wet. Uh, but Greasy. Yeah. Greasy. Yeah. But I didn't. Like the look back then like was that, the, look, the look back then was that you were dirty, right? Like the dirty look is the cool look. I guess. But I didn't. My hair. I mean, I, it was not my favorite face. I felt like it wasn't for me, but I just wanted to blend in. You were I finding was, yourself. Exactly. And I was tired of being bullied. So I was like, heck, I'm just going to join them, you know? Yeah. And then in high school. I mean, sorry, when I was reaching, I stopped doing it. I think I started in sixth grade. I can't remember, seven. And then I stopped doing it in eighth grade. In eighth grade, I just became a super nerd, like so nerdy that I didn't care about my hair. I would have it in buns. I would just, and then I transitioned to high school and I was a nerd still. I would wear my gym clothes. And then I hit my emo face, (laughs) emo wise feeling. And then, um. I started dressing more gothic, even though I didn't know was I didn't purposely dress gothic. I just felt I was just not in a happy zone during that time. And I started dressing how I felt, which was darkness, which was black. So I was all black and I started dressing more gothic in sophomore year. And yeah, and then and then it went, went from gothic to gothic lolita so that's what i'm saying i think if i was on trend right now i think i would have been an e-girl because i liked anime so and i i don't know how i ended up oh yeah because i played maple so i remember and i saw the gothic lolita in there i became really into it so i started switching my style to gothic to gothic lolly and i think i was the only one in in our school who had that style gothic lolly yeah i believe so too no, I, I mean, not sound cocky, but I know so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but um, and I sometimes would make random friends through how I look, but that was like it gave me like a bit of anxiety. I was like, oh my god, I don't know you. Like, ooh, that's <laughs> uncomfortable. But yeah, anyways. But you have to know that your image did attract a lot of attention, though. No, I know it did. Un- sometimes unwanted attention. <laughs> it's weird because sometimes when you're dressing different, you're sort of kind of. 
you're asking for people to look at you, but during that time, I didn't like attention. So it was just weird. Yeah. I was in that That's awkward. hard to say, though, because when you're dressed like that, you're sometimes asking for attention. It, yeah, um, but it wasn't like I was asking for it. I was the, I was very insecure, yeah. and I'm still kind of, but worse back then. And so... I kind of see where you're seeing going from. And then in senior year, that's when uh, I started taking more AP classes, being a nerd again. And then I started having actually more Asian friends. But it's not like I was seeking them. I just had them more because I think maybe you guys are smart too. So, uh, and that's where I met you. And so my fashion started, I became more into the K-drama Korean style. So I started taking away my heavy makeup and started becoming more like uh liking that Japanese style but not like the cosplays more like the style of fashion and circle lenses Korean drama so I think I had my favorite face I think I would say if I think about it I really liked my gothic lolly face because that's more different unique that took you a very long time to get ready. Though, oh, right? yeah. <laughs> so I would wake up at 3 a.m. or 4 a.m. to just do my eyeliner because I was a perfectionist. Mm. It was so good, bro, that people thought it was tattooed. I actually did have two people, two classmates think I was tattooed. But then again, if you think about it, I can't tattoo during that age because I was a minor. So, um, yeah, that was my favorite face. And the e-girl trend kind of reminds me back in my face. Especially e-girl. But who knows? I might try that fashion just for fun. But moving forward. Attack on Titan! Episode 3. The Door of Hope. Okay. Total, total Game of Thrones vibes. Confused early on. Yes, I agree. But now everything is slowly coming together. It's like Reiner being half Marley and half Eldian. Eladian? I'm going to say Eldian. I, uh-huh. I, I, have, I couldn't pronounce it. But I didn't realize how much older Reiner, Bertrand, and Annie was comparing to Aaron, Mikasa, and Armin. Wait, what? What's the age difference? So they are older, right? Yeah, they are older. At least, at least five years. No, they're not. Yes, because they looked at least five years older. No, because when he was a tiny, he was young like them, remember? And they went to this camp and they looked like around the same age as Aaron. Or is that facts or is that what you think? Oh, it's based off of image. I don't know. Well, but no, okay, okay. They they look a lot, they look older. Okay. Like yeah, definitely when Aaron, they, Aaron they, they showed Aaron clips of Aaron's season one today and he looked really young. He was probably less than 10. Okay, so Reiner at that time, he looked at least 16. No, they're about the same, though. If you think... No. I do think so. I, if anything, yeah, they're Reiner probably... Reiner now looks so old. Look at Aaron now. He looks, like, younger. He looks like, They look at least five to six years apart. You mean right now? Even right now, even back then. Well, it's because I feel like when you're lighter skin, you look older. Okay, I'm just saying they look a lot... They look a lot older. It's because Aaron Ryder has da- <clears throat> Aaron has like darker skin and also darker hair. Well, okay, what about Armin? Well, Armin Armin looks like a girl, so he looks younger. All right, all right. So okay, this episode or followed, has more feminine features. Uh huh. This episode followed Reiner's past as to how he grew up, 
how he wanted to fit in and make his mom and dad proud. He didn't know his dad, but he found him, but realized that the dad didn't really want him around since he's like a half-blood, and it was supposed to be a secret, and if anybody found out, his dad would be chop-chop, right? Also, in this episode, we followed when Reiner acquired the Armored Titan, when Reiner and Bertrand infiltrated Wa Maria, like their side of things, that's what we saw. So it's like, whoa, this is so season one. Like, oh, we see what's happening on the other side. All right. Of course, with Reiner Bertrand infiltrating Wa Maria, it leads to the beginning of Aaron Mikasa and Armin's story with his mother with his mother being murdered by a Titan, obviously. But here's the thing. Reiner did look surprised that there were ba uh, basic titans still this far out. He seemed confused about those titans being there. Did you catch that? Yes. Because when those titans showed up, he's like, what? Like, I, I didn't think titans would be here this far out. And when he saw that titan that uh, ate Aaron's mother, he looked back like kind of confused. Like, what? Like, where did these come from? Mm -hmm. So I think his plan was that, okay, him... Uh, Reiner, Bertrand, and Annie were going to do their thing. And then somehow, like, these other Titans just, just show up, too. Like, Was what? that the original plan? But it could The be original plan was to get gold where Aaron is and get the founder founding Titan. Which they didn't know who was the founding. They, yeah, they don't, they, don't, they don't know what was happening. Like, they was were just the, there to acquire information. Okay. But was the goal also to destroy their land? Because that almost seemed like out of impulsivity. Well, there's... Their goal was... There will be some casualties, but the goal was also to wreak havoc so the Founding Titan would show up too. I almost felt like the goal was to do research and find um, the Founding, uh, the founding titan. titan. But I think because there was a lot of emotion going on, Reiner, I mean, it's not like they prohibited, like, don't kill, but just do what you must as long as you get your research, right? And then I think... There was impulsive, impulsivity going on, and this is why you see Reiner and... But yeah. Reiner, he acts a lot... He's really high on emotion because he... I see it like he really wants to prove himself worthy because, yes, he did get the armored Titan form, but it wasn't based off of the original choice. It's because one of the other members were decided to give it to him because he didn't want his brother to have it largely because maybe he wanted his brother to be safe be safe yeah so uh high risk towards reiner but yeah after the whole infiltration of wal maria uh reiner bertrand and annie decided to stick around because they were looking for the founding titan they couldn't find him uh they couldn't find the information they were looking for annie was sneaking around at night trying to figure out you know trying to find stuff couldn't find anything so they're just lurking around they were trying to be one of them and something interesting is that earlier on in the series aaron asked Bertrand, hey where were you when they were infiltrated i don't remember his response but it, I, it wasn't really a it wasn't a legitimate answer but all three of them reiner Bertrand, and annie they became one of them basically by joining the scouts 
and I saw that Reiner got really close to Aaron. Not close in terms of like a relationship, yeah. kind of like a physical distance type of closeness. Or relating. Yeah, kind of like a relating. I feel like he saw he did. a little bit of Aaron. I mean, Reiner saw Aaron. He related. Like a little bit of him. Yeah, he related. Maybe that's why you, you saw Reiner older. Be- he's like an older brother. Because he's already been through what Aaron been with. Yeah, but yeah. at the time, Reiner didn't know any of these scouts were going to be any Titans at all. Like, he didn't think any of that. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Aaron, this episode did have a lot of Aaron, which we will get more into that just a little bit later. Actually, we'll get into that right now. Remember that guy who looked injured in the previous episode? Episode two. Yes, and I've been telling the, you that was Aaron. The guy, the guy with long hair that Misha thought was Aaron, and I thought she was wrong about that. It turns out that I was wrong. No offense, they wouldn't just show a random character. Okay, okay. I, I yeah. was thinking that they were just showing a random character. Okay, so Falco, towards the end of episode three, the recent episode, Falco is sitting on a bench talking to an injured man, the same injured man that was last week's episode. Now... The same major man from episode two. Once they showed him again in this episode, I looked at Misha. I was like, I told you so. Man, that might be Aaron. They talked a little bit more. I hear his voice. Man, that sounds like Aaron. We had to rewind a few times. They zoom in on his face towards the end. We paused. And you see his eyes. Man, that looks like Aaron. This is Aaron. Gosh, like I was wrong, but... I was right that he was going to be in Marley. That's why I said last week on the episode, I said they are probably in Marley already and they're planning up something. They're cooking up something. Aaron, Mikasa, Armin, they are in there. They're in there in Marley. They're going to do something and they are planning something and they're just going to explode out and just rip everything and cause havoc. That's what I said last week. And I was right about that, but I was wrong about that injured man. I just didn't think that was him in episode two. They would just wouldn't show a random character. Well, I don't, I don't know. But, okay, I saw on Twitter a lot of people were memeing about rewatching episode two and paying closer attention to Aaron, and literally that's my feeling. Mm-hmm. Episodes four and five look very, very promising. Huge buildup. I feel like what Reiner did to Aaron, Aaron will repay yeah. that favor because it's all about the law of equivalent exchange. Full metal reference. Ooh, I was about to say that. But the next episode title is uh, From One Hand to Another. Think about it. From One Hand to Another. Like, what's up? It's eye for an eye kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. I almost don't even like watching the previews for the next week's episode in the anime. Like, towards the end of the episode. You said what? It's going to be a preview, the next one? No, I mean, like, after every episode, like, in anime, towards the end, they have, like, small little previews. Oh, yeah. Like, small little scenes. I almost don't even want to watch it because it doesn't really show us anything. Because I, I got, disagree. Well, for me, yeah. I get spoiled by trailers from American oh, TV shows. Oh, you're talking about towards the end. Yes, yes. Oh, yes, my yes, bad. American, Never mind. Never like mind. the American TV shows, the American trailers, you always get like, oh, okay, you kind of have an idea what's going on next week. In anime, you don't know what's going on. Like, I'm like, what is going on? Like, it's more of a show teaser. A bunch of random scenes. Yes, I agree. It's a to- it's not even a teaser. It's a tip. They just they 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 not like 
They dipped their pinky in. All right. Mm. They dipped their pinky in paint. They pull out the pinky and no paint comes out. Like, like their pinky is clean. That's my pinky. <laughs> For me, it seems like I was very overwhelmed and confused. But as each episode is coming, I feel like the questions I had, some of them are being answered finally. Honestly, this episode I, was very helpful. I, I think this episode three should have been episode two. I think I, I think like episode two didn't really show no. that much. It was episode, pretty slow. Yeah, episode two showed a lot of. Well, episode two showed a lot of like Reiner. He feels like kind of like his perspective, how he feels. They want you yeah. to feel sorry for him because they're gonna kill him off. I'm pretty sure he's gonna die. Oh, I, I think he's gone. Yeah, I think he's gonna die. He was, it's, he's, he was already intending to kill himself but in this episode. But he stopped because of those kids. Some of the comments that I saw on the episode was someone said, finally ready to see Aaron properly. And other people are saying, wait, that man is Aaron? Another person said, that man got one leg. And it made me think, too, that man has one leg. I'm like, why isn't he healing? I believe once when he goes into the Titan form... Yeah. That's when it heals him. I think that's that's what it is. I wonder if like he purposely injured and he hasn't been it's a transforming. Plan. Like, definitely definitely yeah. this is I mean at most he probably just cut off his leg. Yeah, I think so. Because this is definitely planned. And he hasn't been like transforming in a while, you know. Right. It and, could be, I don't know. I mean, people are saying the same thing. Like episode four and four, five, and six are going to be so freaking good. It's probably the people who see the manga. Well, yeah. Someone else said that. As a, uh, so I read a comment that someone said that as a manga reader, it's heading towards like the, the climax. The, yeah, the the climax, like the exciting parts. It's it's heading towards there. But, I mean, this has a uh, this episode really moved very fast. Like, it made me like, whoa, that twenty thirty minutes goes by really quick. Yeah, it gave you a lot of information in this episode. I it gave it, you a lot, but it, you could relate because we experienced it already in Aaron's point point of view. Mm-hmm. So I think comparing from the other episode, this one was my favorite. Right, so far, yeah. And another comment: Wait, hold up, he been there the whole time. I'm like, well. I mean, well, what does that mean? Aaron has been in Marley the whole time. I'm thinking he's been there the whole time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like he's he's doing exactly Research. what Reiner. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. he's researching. He's doing exactly what Reiner, Virtual, and Annie mm-hmm. did to them. Payback. So I still have some questions though, and I think I was asking it to you, which you were throwing out your theories. I'm still confused why there's this beef going on between each other. I think one... I saw a video just to refresh my memory. Mm-hmm. But I think I might need to watch that video again. But my guess is that the Eldians, so Aaron's people, mm-hmm. was... They attacked the marlins long time ago or there were once part of them. I, I actually i yeah i shouldn't speak too much about it yeah, yeah like, i think I, you're confused it, it is it mm. is 
it is a lot of information to soak up because this attack of Titan, like different like Eldians, Marlies, I'm like, man, these are like Game of Thrones, Targaryens, and Stars. I'm like, man, so many different the, tribes. The Eldians, I remember, which is Aaron's tribe, looked very co- surprised and confused, and they, they don't even know where these Titans came from. So it makes me think that the Marlins are the ones who started the Titans. Yeah, I don't know. Because if you think about it, like Levi and their group, they were doing the research where the, do these things come from, and they got some answers. And then that's when they realized that inside some of the, the what is it called, the Titans, the Colossal, it's people inside. So it makes me think that the Titans did originate from the Marlins, or whatever you call them. But I'm still confused what happened between them. So it does make me think like some politics or issues government-wise was going on between them two. Uh, but their army is stronger. The Elvians compared to the Marlins, if you think about it, because the Marlins had the Titans. And the Elvians probably had a really good tr- army force. You see how they... Tr- if you think about it, in the previous previous episode, uh, what's his name? Reiner was saying how brutal and strong their army force is. Remember? So that's something that they're recognized for. So somebody said the Marlians believe that the Eldians ravaged their homelands using the power of the Titans. They mercilessly killed, ate, and dominated over the lands with an iron fist. Wait, who did that? The Marlian. The, uh, the Marlians believe that the Eldians destroyed their homeland. But how? Using the power of Titans. But the Eldians are just like confused. They don't even I mean, know. This was a long time ago, though. But the Marlians knew as much as. No, I think it has to do also with you know how like Historia's family has a bunch of like, I think Titan she's gonna... secrets and stuff like that. And she's a uh, Eldian, right? Yeah, I, I believe so. So, because they're just as the Eldians know less, knew less about the Titans than comparing to the Marlins. So I don't think I would generalize the whole Eldians as a whole. I think it was specific powerful people in the Eldians. Who had this fraud or very skeptical well, thing? They well, obviously the Marlins now they have control of seven Titan powers, and they are aiming to control the continent by gaining all of the nine Titan powers. Which is like Aaron. That's why. Yeah. They were looking for him because like he that. has like the main power, but now the Elvians took the Colossal too. I mean, people people that are like listening to this podcast like man these people like hey who is so un- uneducated about this attack of science like, hey, hey, it is it is a little bit confusing but hey we're we're learning about it and it is a episode by episode thing that we are it creates suspense for us yeah yeah but i'm trying to figure out why zeke hates the eldians like his own race but hey Mm. And I you don't really, have you don't have to like your own race. He doesn't hate. Wait, Zeke is an Eldian. Well, no. uh, his dad is. Mm. Like Aaron's dad is Eldian. Well, probably he hates his dad too. Oh, we know. 
Because <laughs> his dad left him, and then he went to Aaron's. But the thing with war is that there isn't necessarily ever a... Because they're at war. But in war in general, there isn't... It's hard to say whoever's right or wrong, because whichever side that you're on, yeah. there's always a a right or wrong. Like, it just... It's tough to trace back to where it all began. Yeah. So that's that's always been very tough. So far, even seeing Reiner's perspective, I still see the Marlins as the villain. Because the Elvians, seeing the Elvians' perspective, they're all for saving people from what I've been seeing. But maybe their mind was changed as soon as they saw inside the Colossal or the the other like Titans, like people inside, you know, the nape. Well, yeah, I mean, the thing is that both sides, they have their own perspective on who is right and wrong. Yeah, but I'm, I'm Team Elvian still. Okay. Like in The Walking Dead, I understood the Negan. Yeah. The Negan. But in this show, I still don't understand the marlins or whatever they have a lot of more knowledge they had more an advantage and they still took advantage they're just of taking it. back of what's theirs yeah you could take it back but without killing the people without killing the land hey when you're that big and titan things happen i mean you just whoops knock knocked over something no nah, that's impulsive it's on, it's on purpose yeah yeah but man seeing that colossal titan is pretty big yeah. Pretty big Titan. I agree. Well, I cannot wait for next week's episode. So Christmas, once when this episode is out, Christmas Eve will be tomorrow. Christmas Day, the day after that, obviously. And Kwanzaa and wh- however else holidays there are. But hope you all enjoy it. And yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in to this week's Weeb and Waifu Wednesday. My name is Tongi. You can catch me on all social medias at Tongi Sama, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube at Tongi, Misha, Misha Waifu, TikTok, Instagram. Give her a shout out. Uh, Weeb and Waifu, we're out here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, thumbs up, five stars. Review would be very appreciated. Yep. So yeah, uh, happy holidays, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>